What's up, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Latifa, and you are now tuned in to Heavyweight The Way In. Thanks so much for rocking with me. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Heavyweight The Way In podcast. I'm your host, Latifa, and I pray that you all are doing well and you're staying safe and healthy. I think I mistakenly called episode four, episode five last week. So if you caught that, I would like to clear that up. This is episode five that you are tuned into right now. And so now that I have addressed that, (laughs) let's get into what we will be discussing today. I feel that storms are either sent to get your attention or put you into position. And sometimes just when we think a storm is over, another one is right behind it. Or could it be that the first storm never ended, but rather God let it die down so that he could give you time to come back to recover? Let's go a little deeper. Are y'all ready to weigh in? I know I am. So let's weigh in. A Fijiwara effect, also known as a superstorm, is when two hurricanes spinning in the same direction pass close enough to each other, they begin an intense dance around their common center. In rare occasions, this effect is additive when the hurricanes come together, resulting in one larger storm instead of two smaller ones. This storm reminds me of the times in our lives when we think that hard times or hardship are over. And before we get to even exhale or recover, there is another storm right behind it. Kind of similar to what we're going through right now in this pandemic. (laughs) To provide you with a little bit more context about what I'm talking about, going through a rough patch that has set you back in some type of way. Rather it be a financial issue, a health issue, relationship problems, job loss, etc. And then God finally blesses you enough to somewhat get you back on your feet. So in other words, your bank account is not in the negatives anymore, but you're still broke. You're not sick anymore, but there are still some side effects and complications. We aren't mad at one another anymore, but I still don't trust you. I got another job, but I'm unappreciated, overworked, and I don't get paid what I deserve. Then just when you think that you can start working towards fully recovering, boom, you get hit with something else. And you're thinking to yourself, but Lord, I was trying to recover from the last storm. Or Lord, how can I ever come back from this? What if what you thought was recovery or a time to recover was really God's setup for the next storm. And I know it sounds crazy to some, but I know that there is some other people that this resonates with. What if it was a setup for God to say, listen, the storm that you thought you were out of, is not over yet. There is another one coming and it really was supposed to be one larger storm, but I'm going to give you grace and break the storm into two smaller ones so that you can rest, so that you can heal a little bit, so that you can buy a little of what you need to start that business or get that car. So yes, 
son or daughter. I know you feel like you were just starting to recover and getting back on your feet from the last storm and now you're in another one, but I was letting you rest up a little bit because I knew another one was right behind it. So I wanted to grace you and cause a little separation between the two to give you some relief. Had I let the storm turn into one, it would have destroyed you. And I'm not trying to do that. Rather, I'm just trying to do some interval training with you. I'm just trying to build your endurance, your trust, your faith in me, because the first storm was a part of your preparation. And your process is actually disguised as the second storm. And in order to get through it, it's going to require a whole new level of faith and trust in me. God is still saying, I couldn't allow you to fully recover from the first storm because I needed you to become rock solid and learn how to abide in me, wait on me, and remain loyal to me even in the storm. So to do this, I had to show you that in order to fully recover, it's going to take every ounce of faith that you have. So to make it more plain for you, what God is saying, I blocked the bigger home with a higher mortgage because you wouldn't have been able to afford it once you got laid off. I blocked the loan approval because I knew what was ahead. I blocked the promotion because I knew what was ahead. I blocked the new job because I knew what was ahead. I blocked the relationship because I knew what was ahead. I blocked it all because I knew what was ahead. You see, it's not that God won't give us these things, but God is trying to open our eyes to see that the only way to truly recover is through him. The only way for this world to truly recover is through him. Have you ever heard someone say every setback is a setup for an even bigger comeback? I know I have. I've actually said it myself before. But sometimes it's just not one setback. Sometimes there are a couple or even multiple setbacks that have to occur before the even bigger comeback. Biblically, when I think of storms and suffering, I think about the godly man Job. Job endured an innumerable amount of suffering while remaining faithful to God. God considered him to be a blameless man of much integrity, the finest man in all the earth. And even still, God allowed Satan to test him. Job kept getting tested back to back. And before he could recover from one storm or test, he would get hit with something else. He literally lost his children, his possessions, and even his health, all within a short period of time. Only Job and his wife survived. However, she was no help. And I know some of y'all can relate. You feel like you're isolated. You feel like you don't really have anybody to talk to about your situation, about what you're going through, about what God is taking you through, about your process. Because you know it's only a you and God thing. But to continue, she was no help during the test. 
because when his health was challenged and his body was covered with boils, y'all know what this woman said to her husband? Curse God and die. Like what? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and Job was like, yeah, you foolish woman. Come on now. So anyway, I'm thinking like, girl, what? You better pray with your man and strip naked like he did when he lost his possessions and children and still praise the Lord. I don't know. But I don't even think she realized what she said. Like, why would you say that? <laughs> so that's why even when those closest to you, faith is not on the same level as you. You have to know what you know and know who you know. So what I mean by that, continue to stand on the word of God and believe, believe that he is and believe in him through it all. Now, his three friends, they felt sorry for Job in the beginning and they even came to sit with him for seven days and seven nights to mourn with him and to console him. However, as time progressed in Job's suffering, they started to blame him for his suffering, saying that, listen, listen, now you must have done something wrong. You must be guilty because God does not bring calamity on those who bow to him in reverence. But in the end, his friends had to eat their words because God not only restored Job's fortunes, family and possessions, but God gave him twice as much than before. And that's why it's so important not to judge a book by its cover and not to judge anybody when they're going through something because <laughs> you just don't know. You don't know what God is taking them through purposely. Either way, I used Job's story to drive my point in because I believe that God is saying our comeback to recovery is only going to happen through him the comeback and the recovery because for the comeback to take place, we must continue to come back to God, seek him, have faith in him, trust him and still proclaim the goodness of the Lord. Even during the storm to fully recover that comes from God as well. God is recovery, renewal and restoration. He is the only one that can fully recover you and give you double for your trouble. And so that's why <laughs> don't judge people in their storm or in their process. Because sometimes you may, you know, be on the outside looking in and you see someone and you're like, oh, it's a, what it, you know, it looks like they have it all together. It looks like they, you know, they're doing just fine. But you just don't know. That could be, just be God's grace. Sometimes people's story is not like Job's story where you can clearly see that something is going on. Like, ooh, ooh, you know, you look messed up, man. You can clearly see it. But sometimes God's grace is sufficient. So he carries you through the storm and you come out with no smoke. Looking like you haven't been through anything. And I myself can testify to that. God always, always sheds grace on my, my storms. When I'm going through something, he brings me out like I've never been through anything, but that doesn't mean what someone is carrying 
isn't heavy. Anywho, Psalm 62, verse 1 through 2 says, I wait quietly before God, for my victory comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will never be shaken. So if you see someone blessed with double for their hardship, double for their trouble, just know that they endured more trouble. For those who have endured many tests and battles, I truly believe that God is getting ready to give you the biggest comeback testimony that you've ever had. Job showed us that just because you are going through some things doesn't mean you missed a step along the way, that you misheard from God when he gave you instructions, or that you were disobedient to God. Yet it has everything to do with your faith and your trust in God, knowing that no matter how bad it gets, he will bring us out of the storm. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 from the message translation says that no test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. All you need to remember is that God will never let you down. He'll never let you be pushed past your limit. He'll always be there to help you come through it. Now, I've taken a like a few leaps and jumps in my life and each time the jump gets higher and more complicated. So if I may be honest with you all and human, <laughs> there are times where I have to ask God again about what he has instructed me to do because after so long, Y'all know we get to a point when we haven't seen anything happen or move yet. And we start trying to add stuff up like, you know what? Not this don't make sense. Like you told me to do this, right? Because, you know, why, why am I going through this? If, if you told me to do this and, you know, am I crazy, Lord? Like, <laughs> was I really, you know, speaking, were, speaking to you? Were you really speaking to me, you know, or was I hearing stuff? And, you know, we get to that point sometimes where you, where you question yourself. You, you don't question God, but you question yourself. Well, at least for me, I'm just like, Lord, okay, maybe I misheard. I don't know, you know, but God tells me all the time, you need to have more confidence in what I'm saying to you because we have relationship. So, you know, when I'm talking to you, <laughs> either way. It goes without saying that nobody is perfect either. So you start counting your mistakes like, okay, you know what? I did do that back in 2009. Lord, I thought I repented. I'm sorry if I didn't repent. Maybe this is payback. <laughs> and God is saying, no, sometimes he answers, sometimes he doesn't. But when God answers, he sends you know, confirmation through someone else sometimes, or he sends you a sign, however God speaks to you. Nevertheless, God isn't trying to teach us sub subtraction, addition, or multiplication. He is just 
exercising our faith and testing us to see if our hearts are truly dedicated to him. Because God is faithful and he searches our hearts purest intentions. So that concludes episode five. <laughs> come back to recover. Let's come back to recover. Let's come back to God. Still talk to him, still pray. If you haven't got your breakthrough yet. So lean on him and lean not on your own understanding. Because I truly feel that the comeback is going to be bigger than you can imagine. So I feel the need to pray. Um, all right. So if you can't bow your heads, bow your heads. If you can't, then that's fine too. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now with thanksgiving in our hearts, thanking you for allowing us to see another day, thanking you, Lord God, for allowing us to be able to wake up and praise your name, Lord God, acknowledge who you are. You are king of all kings, ruler of all rulers, Lord God, and we thank you, Jesus, for just loving us, for protecting us, for providing for us, even through the storm, even in the storm, Lord God. And we thank you in advance for bringing us out of the storm for those who are in the storm, Lord God. And we thank you in advance, Lord God, for shedding your grace and your light, Lord God, and your mercy, Lord God, on those who are going through things, going through challenges that feel like they don't have a way out, Lord God. But we know, Jesus, that you will provide a way out, Lord God, once it becomes unbearable. We know that you won't keep us in it too long. And for those who are in the waiting room, Lord God, we ask, Jesus, that you bless us with patience, Lord God, and courage and strength and endurance to keep going, to keep seeking you, Lord God. Because we know that the comeback is going to be bigger than what we've ever seen or witnessed before. Because you are faithful, you are sovereign, and you are not a man that you shall lie. Lord, so we thank you, Jesus, for every single thing that you have done for us all that you continue to do, and all that you will do. We love you with all of our hearts, with all of our might, and we ask these and all other blessings, anything that shall and will come against it, we rebuke it right now in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. So that wraps everything up. I pray that y'all enjoyed this episode, and y'all have a good one.